0: Hello and welcome to Weed and Grub.
1: What up Mary Jane?
2: How's it going, Mike?
1: um how are you
2: i'm doing very well thank you i'm so Uh, glad you're doing well what i want to know is how are you
1: (laughs) sorry i'm late
2: uh no problem my
1: car exploded on the highway my tire exploded like a pie in a in a clown's face
2: oh no right
1: on the highway going 60 it was wild
2: oh that's such a weird crazy feeling
1: because you don't realize it right away you know what i mean like has it ever happened to you
2: yeah do people
1: want to hear about highway robbery drama
2: Tire exploding stuff. Yeah, I don't know. All right, I do.
1: Have you heard? Have you had it happen?
2: I yeah. I drove over a median in Seattle um, last fall and exploded my tire. And were
1: you the getaway bank?
2: Very exciting. driver I was late to see a show that a friend of mine was in, uh, shout out Mike Daisy, and uh, I yeah missed the show. Did not see that one.
1: Because you popped the tire because over the median. popped the fucking tire. I love that you were late, but it was so important that you cut across oncoming traffic to get there on time.
2: Yeah, it was a very important piece of theater that I did <laughs> not see. <laughs> But anyway, what like
1: happened? the cop is like, um, what seems to be the rush?
2: I was like, uh, Mike Daisy at the Seattle Rep. Excuse me, it's very important. <laughs> right
1: this way. Get in my car.
2: I have a comp. <laughs> <laughs> Did not see. Yeah. Uh, what happened to you today, though?
1: Uh, my, I just heard a weird sound from my tire driving to a meeting I just had, and on the way back, I hit the highway, I put it into 60, the tire goes boom, and then I go, what was that? And then, you know, slowly but surely, you just hear, <laughs> 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 and I look, and like, it may as well have looked like a toupee sliding off a man's head, like there was no tire left.
2: Oh, no, yeah. just all frappy, slappy, velappy yeah
1: flaps. and then you know like the it's cool cuz i love the feeling of changing a tire ooh right it feels strong feels strong your hands get real dirty mm-hmm. you know you're on the side of the highway so trucks and bikes and cars are zipping by yeah it feels good cool.
2: yeah your beard's all greasy and stuff exactly mm-hmm. so you
1: know when you yeah when you wipe your brow with sweat and you get like a little bit of that uh asphalt black on your face did you do
2: it like slow and kind of turn to the traffic and like make sure that all
1: the caused a pile up yeah yeah yeah, yeah i caused a pile up <laughs> yeah.
2: wow um well i'm glad you're here <laughs> i'm just imagining it was a great sight. thank you you're welcome i
1: love how many more bright sides there are to your tire exploding than there are downsides because oh, at yeah. the end of the day you feel really strong you yeah. look kind of sexy you handle your shit yep and it, you're here to record here. yeah and
2: you have to leave soon to go do another cool thing so mm-hmm. it's like you handled an emergency in between cool things yeah yeah
1: oh man i would have gotten you to that theater on time
2: oh hell yes <laughs> i had to wait like a total knob like i looked i didn't have a spare and then like it was just this whole thing and then i called the tow truck and i sat in my car all cold and lonely and i was not cool and i didn't feel like i handled it i mean i did fucking handle it but
1: you don't I have a don't. spare in your trunk.
2: I didn't have a spare in my trunk.
1: It's crucial. I, I feel know. like, especially with it being like earthquake season. Yeah. Spare in the trunk. <laughs>
2: earthquake season all year round here in California. <laughs> yeah.
1: Until until we disappear. What's
2: in? Oh wait. Welcome to Eat and Grub, everybody. Oh shit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to Eat and Grub, everybody. Wait, you. D- why do I have to start it? You start it.
2: Well, I just. We can either one of us can handle this
1: episode it. with Gabrus is so fire, loose, and funny that even our intro to him is so silly. So I feel like you teeing it up is exactly the way it's supposed to be.
2: Perfect. It's loose. We flow. We hand it off. We all play. We all have fun. Uh, Super excited about Gabriel as our guest. Before we get to
1: that, though, I want to know what... Wait, will you say welcome to Weed and Grub?
2: Oh, welcome to Weed and Grub, everybody. This is a podcast about um, cannabis, (laughs) culture, comedy, cooking, and uh, calling things out.
1: Yeah. That yeah, was it.
2: right? Yeah. Is that it? Did I get it? I've never done it before. How did it feel? A little weird, but I feel like I could step into those shoes.
1: Yeah. You know? I have i don't like that after you nailed it, you were like, was that okay? Is that oh, the thing? Oh, well, like, no, I feel I'm allowed like you're allowed to not like
2: it. I'm allowed to ask you because you're my partner, and I looked to you for feedback, and that's okay, and I don't need your validation, but I do appreciate you reflecting what a great job I did. Thanks, Mike.
1: Whoa, body blowout. <laughs> <laughs> Just exploded my soul.
2: That was like a, a little hockey self-esteem hip check there for you. <laughs> like, yeah, I know I did okay. I
1: also like to hear that I did okay. Ain't nothing wrong with that.
2: Yeah, right? Everyone needs a little validation. That's normal.
1: True that. You did hockey hip check me. Yeah. Yep. You know, Appreciate
2: Canadian it. Canadian oomph. That's the calling shit out part. Yeah. Damn there you right. Go. Hey, I want to know what is uh, in your earthquake kit.
1: In my earthquake kit? Mostly because I want to say what's in mine, so you go first. <laughs> Terramazoo, super glue, foil, yeah. a condom, oh. and a uh, magnifying glass.
2: Nice. I get all of it except for the magnifying glass.
1: So I can light my bowl so i don't have to carry a lighter Oh,
2: nice yeah nice yeah i dig it
1: that's it cool and then then i can like look at ants it'll be fun
2: nice see if they're worried about what's happening around them yeah they're not worried no they're fine
1: they go underground they just go around the earthquake (laughs) they dig around it
2: they created the earthquake probably yeah it's their fault
1: yeah butterfly wings are tsunamis and ants are earthquakes yeah
2: fuckers subterranean fuckers (laughs)
1: they're gonna ban ants before they ban guns anyway let's go uh
2: can i tell you what's in my earthquake kit please um water uh weed xanax tampons and a hammock
1: (laughs) gorgeous that's
2: it in the trunk of my car i think i'm supposed to have other things like space blankets and you know canned food and can opener all that oh and i have a propane stove and a sleeping bag and a tent and dog food
1: bury the fucking lead (laughs) (laughs) i have a i have a house i have food i have a kitchen i have a bed (laughs) i have a tub i have a toilet i
2: mean i always just have the camping supplies just because i like you know incidentally camping sometimes but um yeah the water weed xanax tampons and a hammock for me is like that's that's it
1: that's a really nice that's a nice tight kit
2: yeah nice tight kit i like the way that sounds
1: Do you want to get into uh, Grubble Gazette presented by Word on the Tree?
2: All of it, because we have things going on this week. There's so much popping. Wait, oh my God. South by Southwest. Yes. Okay, we need to talk about this because anyone listening, we hope you can help us out with this. We applied to uh, take a panel to South by Southwest in 2020, and we have such a fucking cool panel with amazing guests, Ron Funches. Uh, Open Mike Eagle and Laganja Estranja have all agreed to join us for a conversation about art and entertainment uh, in cannabis advocacy.
1: So, if you listen to this podcast, you'll understand why this panel is so important to us. Yes. What is our responsibility as entertainers? What does Ron Funch's feel about cannabis and entertainment and the crossover? Like we, I believe that it is our job to normalize cannabis through reaching the most people possible with a positive message so that they hear it and it doesn't come from bureaucracy, the government, anywhere where there's propaganda, supposedly. Corporations, Corporations, advertising, marketing,
2: any of that kind of shit. I just posted a piece that Toni Morrison wrote for The Nation about the role of artists in dark times. And it's a really incredible piece that she wrote after she felt just totally despairing uh, when George Bush was elected and a friend of hers called her and he was like, more than ever, now is when you need to speak out as an artist. It is the time, especially with how fucked up everything is, it's up to us to call things out in hopefully a way that people don't mind hearing and even want to engage with, which is entertaining and through art, like, you know, thought provoking and, and necessary to... Um, I don't know, move the needle in a way where people aren't just listening to some kind of fucking blathering from some regulatory agency or something.
1: Yeah. So if I think that's a pretty good description of yeah. why it's important to us. Right.
2: Yeah. But the main point is that we need folks to go and vote. We're part of a panel picker at South by Southwest. So everyone has um, got their panels up on panelpicker.sxsw.com and you can go and you can look for our panel which is art entertainment and social justice awareness and if you have just a second to, to vote us up it makes a world of difference because South by Southwest is looking at all of the panels to distill it down to just the few that they're going to bring and it would be so fucking cool to go to South by Southwest and have this conversation with these incredible guests as part of the cannabis track
1: word yeah. thanks for voting for us
2: yeah Okay, so should we do uh, Word on the Tree? Grubly Gazette presents our cannabis news. Follow at Word on the Tree for everything good in the world coming to you from Mona Zhang in New York. And this week's story on Word on the Tree is that it's uh, it's super simple, but I fucking love this as a story. An analysis of federal data found that Americans are smoking more weed or at least more likely to admit to it. The number of U.S. adults who reported past-month cannabis use has grown 33% since 2002.
1: Wow! By a third. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So whether it's that people are smoking more or people are just fessing up more and not feeling the need to be in the, in the sort of dark about it, like hiding your bong in your, you know, in your closet when your friends come over, but leaving it out on your table as a statement piece and being like, "That's right. Also, I have this amazing like, flower. Yeah. yeah. That we should all try together."
1: I'm normally so suspicious of polls like that because the old joke is like, "Yeah, but also, who has the time?" and desire to answer a poll like that. Because if I got a phone call, I'd be like, yo, this is a cop, this is a trick, I'm not answering these questions, click. Right. But when it comes down to it, 33%, is a wonderful number and it doesn't really matter to me what their number like how many people answered it what matters to me is that people answered it at all loudly and proudly like you said so to me that's a fucking victory
2: absolutely it's it's the study is by the rockefeller institute of government and i don't know any more than that but uh, Definitely
1: an Illuminati. (laughs)
2: Definitely. Wow. Why
1: don't they just call themselves lizard, lizards, and lizards? Were
2: they just, yeah. Were they just calling people, cold calling and being like, do you smoke weed? Yes or no. I don't know how it went, but they, you know, published this data. The smallest increase was in South Carolina where only 6.7% of people. um, There was an increase in a smaller amount of people who were openly saying that they use cannabis, but um, Oregon top the list is the biggest stoner state um, 20% of uh, Oregon residents say they use marijuana monthly which is amazing that's one-fifth of the entire population of Oregon
1: it's already happening Yeah, it's already in motion
2: and if you don't fucking smoke it like The thing is that I really feel – I was writing about this this week in a piece that's going to be published about how it's really important to – even if you don't smoke weed, you should advocate for everyone else to be able to if they choose to. Like cannabis is cool and normal and it shouldn't be judged by anyone for however they choose to use it. If it's like, you know, instead of a glass of wine at night or if it's medicine that helps them or if they just use CBD to quell their, you know, anxiety or pain or maybe you, you know, treat one of your elderly pets for, you know – When they're scared of fireworks. What the fuck? It has so many applications and just, you know, everyone should know that it's a healing plant and we should all be able to use it however we fucking like.
1: Whoa. One of the 15 most powerful women in weed, according to Complex, just (laughs) dropping gems. Uh, Thanks.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's the story.
1: Well said and very exciting. Yeah. Cool. Also, uh, 33, huh? Not only was it my hockey number, but it's in my email address. And when you add my first name and last name up it equals 33 oh. shout out Shavo. Oh, yeah, <laughs> master numbers
2: yes. yes so yeah basically you're the illuminati yeah cool and
1: then like my tongue just like goes oh, a little l- forked little forked and tongue. your eyes
2: blink and then they blink the other way
1: yep cool. exactly cold-blooded i
2: wonder what number i am i'm gonna find out I wanna 69 find out. so i Whatever, dude.
1: Come on, come on. Six. Mary is six. Jane is nine. No. And Gibson is uh, forty-two.
2: Oh no, I know what number I am. What are you? Pi.
1: Three point one four. My area code for St. Louis. My to, cell phone number to the
2: at, to the infinity and beyond. Though, I mean, I never memorized it beyond three point one four. But yeah.
1: Your name's Pi.
2: No, that's my number.
1: What do you mean?
2: My I, number is Pi. Like that's just my Mary. Favorite number.
1: Oh, your favorite number. I'm. I'm like. <laughs>
2: Boy, that tire blew in your brain went right <laughs> with it, huh? I'm still on the highway. <laughs> You're like,
1: <way>. what? <laughs> when you said my favorite number is pie yeah i picture just like a delicious cherry pie and Mm -hmm. it took me a minute to realize that you were talking about the number and then once i realized you were talking about the number i didn't realize what your name meant and i'm now i'm just talking to fill the gap because i'm so confused well
2: i really don't think that mary jane gibson is pie but it would be so fucking sweet if it were
1: that would be cool wouldn't
2: that be amazing yeah yeah
1: please cut this out so i don't sound like i exploded
2: i'm leaving it in (laughs) because you know what i'm editing this episode (laughs) i know
1: as we're talking all i'm thinking is like okay she's She's gonna lift that when I said that, right? And she's gonna mm-hmm. lift this. Nope. <laughs> it's just a pure virginal. No
2: edits. I'm just upload gonna and drop. Upload and go for a fucking walk with my dog. <laughs>
1: God damn it.
2: Damn it. Um, <laughs> shall we do our very important buds or our buds of the week before we move on to our very important bud?
1: <laughs> yes.
2: Okay. Um, can I go first? Please. Okay. So we got a tweet from at Byron Pozuelos, and he sent a picture of this fucking amazing blunt and he said i made this sexy blunt in the honor of weed and grub i love y'all's podcast can't wait to hear the next episode look at that fucking thing
1: oh it's rolled perfectly it's
2: perfect it's a straighty and it's on top of some gorgeous flower that looks really frosty and it's i think the whole thing is on uh looks like a hank williams album Not great before. taste all around good good art on the background on let's the, share yeah. it
1: across all our socials let's do it shout them out
2: and that's uh, at byron P O Z U E L O S.
1: Good blunt, good bud. Fuck yes, thank blunt you. Blunt of the week or <laughs> bud of blunts
2: Blunt, blunt, bud.
1: Thank you. I don't Christ know. Christ Almighty. What? Can you edit me completely out of this one and it's oh, all one-sided? It's just me.
2: Yeah. Have you ever seen? Not to bring up Cheeto and Chief too much, but have you ever seen uh, Trump's where they've edited out all of the words and it's just him going? <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's yeah. very fucking interesting. Parker
1: Malloy on Twitter created one of those, Who is was a great follow, at Parker Malloy. Uh, can't recommend enough. Yes. Awesome. So good.
2: It's great. Like, if you just can't listen to anything else coming out of his mouth, you can listen to the silences.
1: <laughs> <laughs> My butt of the week is at PartWolf84. Oh, yeah. Uh, a homie. Hey. Yeah. So if you go on Instagram, follow at PartWolf84, who DM'd us. I'm just going to read the whole DM because it's so wonderful. Yes. Um, You know when I posted on our Weed and Grub Instagram that the Tombstone Pizza said, now full of flavor, and I was like, what? Because that's one of my favorite frozen. and it's like, how dare you hold flavor back from me all this time? Bastards. Now you're full of flavor? Where you been my whole life?
2: What the fuck?
1: You were a stepdad, now you're trying to be my real one? Come on. yeah. So... (laughs) PartWolf84 wrote and said Right, I got that same pizza a few days ago You know, they usually don't last long in my freezer I'm gonna spark one up and eat it You and Mary Jane always make my day when I listen to the pod I'm an OG, been listening since episode one Peace sign, heart emoji, tree, fire Followed by... Also, I just realized this is the Weed and Grub page and not Mike Solo. Shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> spoken like a true fan, I would have done the same thing. Fuck yes. yeah, Yeah, that's, that's how you roll. I love it. that shit.
2: Part Wolf 84. Yeah. So fun.
1: By the way, oops, got my, got my accounts confused.
2: <laughs> oh, I've done that.
1: What did, were you like getting, um, send in, like, no. were you sexting from the Weed and Grub account?
2: No, no. In fact, I was trying to send you something recently where I was, like, asking you to read something, and I, but I sent it with, like, kind of, you know, that coded lingo that when you spend a lot of time with someone, like, you have the sort of shorthand and stuff, and I sent an email or a text to my friend Beth that was, like, if you has eyes for something, whatever. If I they has eyes. Yeah, and yeah. I just fired it off to her, and she was, like, what? And I was, like, oh, fuck, that was meant for Mike, so... No, nothing too salacious. Okay. I mean, I might have sent... Oh, no, I did. Oh, yeah. No. Tit pic? I didn't send a tit I did send sort of like a semi-accidentally sexy selfie to my sister recently. And she <laughs> did not appreciate that. And I know she didn't appreciate it because she didn't respond.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. Yeah, it was embarrassing. <laughs> That's a perfect intro to our guest. Yeah. Let's get into Gabrus. He's okay. such a good hang.
2: Yes. You're right. The most... Fun.
1: Yeah, he's a homie. Um, you might know John Gabriel when he was on Guy Code. You might know John Gabriel when he was on Thirty Rock as one of the silent writers in the writer room. You might know him from UCB, one of the being one of the best improvisers in the world. You might know him from his podcast High and Mighty on HeadGum, which is a highly recommend. You mm-hmm. feel me? Mm-hmm. You might know him from this episode where he smokes us out, and then we just have so much fucking fun.
2: What the fuck was that thing that he brought? The presidential, the presidential, like, yeah, blunt, yeah, so good. Also, I think he just did Drunk History.
1: Oh my gosh. Which I haven't fucking seen yet. Now I'm burying the lead. Well,
2: I can't fucking with that because that's one of my favorite things of all time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So listen to this episode with John Gabris. Listen to his podcast, High and Mighty. Fuck with him on Drunk History. Follow him at Gabris across all social media. Hope you enjoy this episode. Magical butter whipping. Magical butter whipping. Uh, uh, uh.
2: Cooking canna in the kitchen.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Magical Butter whipping. One,
1: two, one, two, three. How cool are they? They're
2: so cool. They're
1: so cool. Oh my God. Magicalbutter.com. They are the OG sponsor of this show, and we can't thank them enough for being that.
2: And they are also the only home extraction machine you need to make all of your own edibles.
1: Yeah. Let's say I wanted to make a tincture. Can I do that with them? Yes, you can. Can I do that with chocolates?
2: Yes, you can. Oil? Yep.
1: Butter? Yep. Can of Butter whipping. Yep. Down in the kitchen? Yep. Ooh. Ooh, so
2: good. And all you need to do is go to magicalbutter.com, and you can enter the promo code WEEDANDGRUB for 20% off at checkout.
1: That's it. So easy. Follow them on Instagram at magicalbutter.com. Get Can of Butter Whippin'. Download that song. Make your own. We did it. It's so much fun.
2: Dance around with a whisk.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then send send Mary Jane a DM of that whisk pick. Hashtag whisk. Yeah. wish,
2: wish. pics. <laughs> Sean Connery, send me some whisk pics.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Magicalbutter.com. Enter promo code weed and Grub at checkout for 20% off.
2: And yeah, get those pics. Tag Magical Butter. Tag us. We'll share everything.
1: 100%. Can of Butter Whippin'
2: cooking canna in the kitchen
3: well
1: so you don't want this episode to be about process
3: no yeah we do. <laughs> now yeah. that I took three rips of a presidential let's get into it
1: <laughs> oh we're here with John gabers everybody what up
3: What's up? That
1: was it. <laughs> Hi. Yeah. We usually start in a different way, but you're so easy to talk to, it oh. just kind of felt like let's just flow with it, you know? Absolutely. Let's do the official
3: start right now. I'm cool with that. Do you want to, and
1: but keep it all in, right? Yeah, yeah, keep yeah. it oh, on. Okay. I'm not doing okay. any editing.
3: <laughs> <You're Jane. laughs> I've got news. Okay. Great.
1: We need to find a new editor.
3: <laughs> I thought I thought this was going to work out. <laughs> We are the editors. So. Yeah. If you listen to my podcast, you'll know I know nothing about editing <laughs> or podcasting. So
2: what up, Mary Jane? How's it going, Mike?
3: That's the beginning. That's it. <laughs> well, I'm sorry I fucked up the whole start of this thing. <laughs> We're getting this whole conversation started on the wrong foot now. Oh, I feel yeah. bad. Yeah. Oh, man. Everyone was counting on that. Yeah. People are like, what is this podcast I'm listening to? I need my my way in. Yeah
2: podcast about weed
3: oh yeah and grub and food sex pop culture Today,
1: John Gabris. Yep.
3: Yes. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. <laughs>
1: feels so formal now. Yeah.
3: Real official in here. Yeah, dude. I uh, the way the table's laid out, I now feel like I'm hosting. I got high, and I'm a narcissist. So be careful. Let me know if I so you're like Gabris. Let us talk. He's at the head of the table, leaning in, talking to the mic. Yeah, I've got a full fucking Mr. Wonderful posture on. <laughs> it's, a, it's authoritative. Yeah.
1: <laughs> So this uh it's a 60 minute podcast ad sales <laughs> against it. What do you think?
3: 5% equity? What do you you value this podcast at 800,000? Oh, I you know
1: about business for real. When you watch that show, I pretend like I'm like, "Oh, I wouldn't do that deal." What I, I don't know shit. Shark, Shark Tanking?
2: Tank. Oh, I've never seen it.
3: Oh, you would dig it. Yeah. I think so. It really It's a reality show that I can, like, manage to get my head around because it's new. You have some recurring characters, but then just new freaks wandering in over and over again. Like, people try to sell their wares and five billionaires uh, negotiate with them or all pass or, like, go, we'll give you this amount for 10% of your company in perpetuity or whatever. It's a very fun premise.
1: Have you ever seen The Wine, where it's three manageable size cups almost like picnic style that are stacked on top of each other oh yeah 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 that was a shark tanker
3: yeah the scrub daddy is a from shark tank yeah (laughs) we all have uh, cherry pits and like neon red fingertips (laughs) we're good
2: we'll have to use your shorts what well I'll have to use
3: your shorts Mike might take you short <laughs> Leave them on. <laughs> I'll let me just wipe my hand wherever I want.
1: <laughs> That'd be so funny. Like, oh man, napkin pants. Yeah, I that would be Shark I think that's called but pants. <laughs> you say you would go to Shark Tank with
2: napkin <laughs> pants <laughs> as your pitch.
0: Yeah. Oh,
3: hold on. Here's let's talk about what napkin pants are. Okay, yeah. they're like sort of like cargo yeah. pants. Yes. Yeah. But where instead of where the pocket is is just like post-it style a ream of napkins so you can wipe on the top one yes. take it yes. off toss it that's that great. fresh cleanies underneath there hell yeah that's napkin pants that's so. napkin pants you you're just leave. littering constantly but <laughs> yeah. it's worth it and you're not allowed to put them in the
1: washing machine because they will dissolve <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: they are also all made from napkins I wouldn't recommend wearing them ever <laughs> That's like when you in a lawsuit you have to be like, Oh, I didn't think anyone would wear napkin pants.
2: Oh, oh you sat down in that? <laughs> oh yeah. No,
3: no, no, no. You're not supposed to Don't stand back up at least. <laughs> Stay down. We'll we'll send someone to your house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just think a bunch of people wearing napkin pants at Burning Man. And like, and like a... One one errant ember sets everyone's bottom halves on fire. Oh, no.
2: That that's
1: worse.
3: worse. Oh, you're thinking of swamp
1: ass? (laughs) Does anyone here have a like a technique that'll get my thighs to stop rubbing together when I walk?
2: I wear a special little strap.
1: Oh, (laughs) really? That keeps them separated. Yeah,
2: I think it's it's, they're made for women. They're like little garter belts. Really? And you just put them around your thigh where like at the point where your thighs touch, and it's like wearing just the garter part. Uh,
1: That's
0: awesome. Mm -hmm.
2: They're kind of sexy too.
1: Oh. I bet that would feel good. <laughs> oh, wait. Are, do you have good genetic calves? Yeah, I have great. I'm Holy th- shit, yeah, man. Your calves are beautiful calves. I have great legs. Hold on. I'm going to stand up and demonstrate my legs.
3: Oh, my I God. I have great legs. He's
2: got beautiful legs. Yes. They're gorgeous.
3: Carrying around 300 pounds for the last five years. You better get some fucking muscular development. <laughs> I do. I squat 300 pounds 10 times a day going to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm an accidental power lifter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so high, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's so funny. When, you, when I went to pass it around again and you guys were like, no thanks. I was like, I took another rip and I was like, wow, no thanks, huh? Oh I know why. <laughs>
1: Let's learn more about you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I great. <laughs> great. <laughs> well, it's just it's weird for me because I've uh I've seen... I don't know if it's weird. It's just cool because I've seen you do a lot of cool shit on TV and on other screens and then in my ears uh, before we ever met. Yeah. And that's cool.
3: It's kind of weird, especially with podcasting when you like listen to someone's podcast and then get to know them and you're like... I feel like I know more about you than we would if we had just... like. Oh,
2: I'm straight up friends with someone that I've never met. Oh, Like, I really am like... And it's weird. It's going to be weird with, when we meet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel an
3: intimacy that does not exist. <laughs> yeah, it's like that strange like accidental lopsidedness oh. where all of a sudden you're like, oh, yeah, well, I think you should tell your Aunt Ruth. And you're like, what? When did I tell you that? And you're like, I'm so sorry. I've listened to 200 hours of you talking. <laughs> or even someone you are currently friends with and you listen to their podcast, you still feel weird weird cuz then it's like all of a sudden you feel like I hung out with you without you hanging out with me. That's
2: why I feel like podcasts are not for friends. Like I always tell any of my good friends I'm like you don't have to listen. I'd rather you didn't so we can just hang out. And then right. the podcast is for hopefully millions of other people. <laughs> we
3: haven't had a chance to look at the stats yet. <laughs> <laughs> we're not sure but we're assuming we're up to millions. Yeah. Ten <laughs> million. You've heard our intro. We're, good. <laughs> we're so good. We've clearly got something. <laughs> we're well, like car talk, <laughs> but better. <laughs>
1: oh, fuck. Oh, man. Your your first one was,
3: would you say guy code? That was the first thing that got some success that I did. Back was ago. that
1: the first thing you were proud of?
3: I don't know if I was ever proud of that. Like, I enjoyed doing it, but it's not really my sense of humor. Like, I like to be misogynistic and disgusting like ingest sure but that felt a little too like infotainment like where we were like this is how you're supposed to act around women and i was always like this is kind of intense it just got it got especially weird like I like season six when we're like running out of topics and i'm like what and i'm married i'm 31 you know and i'm like Guy coat? These are like 14 year old kids from the city that are listening to this, and I'm a fucking yeah. 31 year old loser. <laughs> it felt but I, I enjoyed doing it. I met a lot of great people. And the the main thing I take away from that job was A, all the cool people I met. Um uh gave me the money and some notoriety to move out here, but most importantly, it gave me um like meeting a bunch of most people on it were stand up comics, and I had never done stand up comedy. I was just an improv guy at that point, and they were like, bro. It's just talking into a mic for 20 minutes. You can do it. I'm like, ah, I'm such a fan of stand-up that I was always, I'm still, I still am, and I'm still struggling with it. Afraid to do it because I already know I can't be as good as all my, like I watch and listen to stand-up my whole life. So I'm like so hesitant to try it. And then just these guys were like, no. And then one, well, my friend Damian Lemon and Andrew Schultz, they sat me down and they were like, you're leaving money on the table at this point. Like That's real talk? People are just wow. like booking Guy Code people to do stand up. Like you can make you can do colleges on the Guy Code tour. You just have to talk into a mic for twenty minutes. I've seen you tell twenty minute stories that that work and I'm like, Okay, yeah, and then you, you saw how much I've developed to the yeah. eight years later. You broke a mic stand. You got to <laughs> toe into it. It was great. That was awesome. I got to go full Freddie Mercury. I told my <laughs> wife so on the cool. Uber ride home after we got stoned. I was like, I wish I would have went. It on it. <laughs> <laughs> so if you happen to be at that stand at Meredith Casey's half-hour comedy show that Glazer hosted and I did a bit at, um, know that I wish I could have said it on it when I. Oh, to catch wait. I reason. was there. They were there. I was going to say, like, to catch you up. But then I'm like, wait, I feel like Mike mentioned you were there. <laughs> I was there, yeah. <laughs> I pulled the mic stand out by accident, and it uh, was, was a awesome. full little Freddie Mercury Live Aid action going on. <laughs> oh, you want to see how bougie and talk about being adults and being into gear? Oh, we were talking Look in you. my water.
2: Cucumber slices?
3: Yes. I have fresh cucumber slices in my water jug that I've been carrying around
2: with me today. That is amazing. I f- love
3: spa water.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's so fancy.
3: It's like the ultimate stoner beverage, I feel like, because it has just a little bit of flavor. It can get very cold and it's uh, healthy, yeah. <laughs> which is what I needed to learn. Like, as I got older and wanted to maintain the level of smoking I was doing, I was like, I need to, like become a healthy stoner and get high and eat almond butter instead of ice cream and shit like oh that. Yeah.
2: yeah, well, look, we've got, we got some, that's what I was, good snacks here, yeah. Yeah, and that,
3: the reason this whole conversation spurred is because Mary Jane put out, like, f- fancy hummus and chips and, ch- and a bowl of cherries and made a pot of coffee in a French press and had sparkling water and still water. It's like, this is, like, adult, healthy, pseudo-healthy shit, you know? It's not like we're all, like, uh, no thank you, but we're like, we know we're gonna get high. Uh-huh. But yeah. I'd rather have 12 cherries than have 12... Fucking milk duds. Hell yeah! I mean, we're I mean, greater. I'd rather have twelve milk duds, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I get high too frequently to eat milk duds every time I get high. Yeah, we were
1: just talking before this about like being California sober. Yeah, and how that's just not a bad idea.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and California sober means just smoke weed, right? Yeah, and, and takes psychedelics. And mm-hmm. I think that's where I am. Really, I still love booze a lot, but oh, yeah. I really just don't. I, I barely mess with it anymore just cause it like, I love beer and I love tequila and I love whiskey, but I try to like just get high and drink water now. Cause I like get just as much enjoyment. And the reason I really got into weed was my tolerance is like through the roof. So like if I, I have to have like 10 beers to get drunk and then I'm like, that's 1500 calories, you know yeah. what I mean? And I'm like, I feel disgusting. And I'm like, two hits of a bowl and I feel a little, a little mm-hmm. wobbly and then uh, I feel amazing <laughs> and I'm way more in the pocket yeah you know what That's I mean? how, yeah I feel better so some people can't do it socially I get that like some people get like a little but how do you guys do socially Herky I mean dirty. you guys host podcasts on it so well,
2: yeah for sure but the most enjoyment I can think of that I've had of late was I got really stoned by myself and I painted the chairs and this table and I was like, that's kind of my perfect zone. It's like having a task by myself and oh. enjoying it, being really stoned to do that. And I, of course, it's like a great social lubricant. And I love smoking it with friends and like sharing a joint in a circle. Great. But like my true enjoyment of it is I can't wait to be alone and like take my pants off. And like, <laughs>
3: yes.
2: you know, clean yeah. my shower. Walk around just my little
3: thigh girdle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. Thigh garter, like, not girdle.
1: My Not my girdle Your thirtles. See, that's
3: how I prevent my thighs from rubbing. Is I have two mini corsets on both thighs. Oh, that's really I great. Crank the ah! <laughs> <laughs> I just walk out of here. Like, in full def jam. I'm walking that's away great. from the microphone doing act outs. Yeah. <laughs> I bet that's real hot in the bedroom, man. You
1: start taking those things off slowly.
3: I see the blood rush back into my thighs. Yeah. My penis shrinks a bunch because like the blood finally goes out. And look at my wife's like, "Jesus, <laughs> keep them on. Put the corsets back on." <laughs> uh, I'm a big stoned chores guy too. Mm-hmm. When I have to like do a bunch of shit, when I'm just like. Oh, I would rather just get a high and do this. Especially when I lived in New York and you could do chores on foot and like subway like that was even more convenient. But living in LA, I can't I can't drive stoned. I just won't I know so many people can are comfortable doing it. I just I don't fuck with it.
2: No, I can't either.
3: And lift is like Mad easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What an option.
2: Or scooters right now. I'm liking the scooters. Oh, I've been when ripping.
3: I've been ripping stone birds a lot. <laughs> fucking wind in your hair. Yeah, it feels amazing. It's oh, yeah. terrifying. Yeah. You're like, I can't believe I won't drive, but I go down the middle of Melrose in a scooter with no helmet on. I'm not driving though. I'm taking only my own life in my hands, not other people's. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. I
1: do get cocky on those scooters and start like cutting around things. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, I'm like yeah.
3: I'm still not at that level. I'm, I'm at the level where I'm like, oop, this feels weird. Get off, walk the scooter past this group of people. Cause like I'm a giant too. So like if I'm getting, if I gain any speed, I'll fucking cream. Oh, that would family. hurt man. Yeah. I could dent a car. I feel like if I just but like Hulk throwing a
1: <laughs> Hulk, throwing Thanos into a tank, <laughs>
2: I don't want to hear about the first L.A. scooter fatality involving you hitting
3: someone. (laughs) Yeah, a scooter accident caused a death. Whoa, what happened? The guy on the scooter lived. He killed the woman in the passenger seat of the car he hit. (laughs) Smashed the door in so hard. He was a big boy. (laughs) We found trace trace amounts of high-octane and (laughs) ash oil. (laughs) Some grape MCT oil. (laughs) Shout out presidential. Yeah. yeah, shout out to presidentials who make wonderful, very powerful pre rolls.
2: So do you are you a social smoker then? Are mm-hmm. you're you also a stoned chores doer, but you also like smoking when yeah.
3: you're out? I like smoking in lieu of like social drinking. Mm-hmm. But I like drinking too. Right. But I try to drink way less. Um and some people can't like get high and be in a crowd, but that's something I've just been able to do for some reason. By the way, I have a weird I'm it's such a huge part of my life now, but I didn't smoke from uh, sixteen to like twenty four. Whoa, man! Wow. The prime smoking years, and I think that's why I'm so I'm okay at it. Was it because you'd go to hell? It was because I thought I was going to be an FBI agent. Really? What? Truly? Yeah, I wanted to be an FBI agent, and in like a book I read, I read like every book about I've read every book about the Navy SEALs and special forces that came out from 1990 to 1998. Like I was the only like 13 year old who who has read like 12 different Vietnam memoirs (laughs) because I was so obsessed with Special Forces. And then when I realized I got a little older and got a little more realistic, I was like, oh, then I guess I have to be an FBI agent because I got really into the HRT, which is the hostage rescue team is something I thought I was going to be able to do. And which I was part? like going in and like storming in. That's like wow. the shit I want to do it. But again, I'm a 14 year old boy. Like, you know, other 14 year old boys are like, I want to be a cowboy. Like we're all just idiots. And then as I got older, yeah, but I'm nobody's
1: like, reading about cowboys. Right, right. That's like, true. Nobody's like tactical has tactical knowledge. <laughs> yeah,
3: I'm like a huge libtard and hate guns. And I can name every single gun <laughs> and like attachment and tank. And so I'm just so, like, I'm obsessed with them in like a fan way. But, uh, I had read somewhere that uh, when you join the FBI, they they make you t- take a lie detector test, and if you've done certain amount of drugs over a certain amount of times, they will not allow you because they're like this guy runs a risk or whatever. They want all straight laced people. So I was like, I'm not going to smoke weed. So I smoked a little bit of weed in like uh, freshman and sophomore year, and then I stopped in high school, and then at, didn't smoke again until my buddy's bachelor party, like when I was like 24, 25, when I clearly was not going to be in. It. But in college, I decided I, w- I was going to do comedy or I was going to work in TV I wanted to, I didn't know what I wanted to do but I in college I decided so I was like oh I can smoke weed now but my roommates smoked weed and they were very annoying when they were high and so I just didn't want to be part of that circle so then I that kicked me getting high like another 4 Fuck, years yes. down the line and I think I, I think I lucked out I think like you know I waited until my brain was fully developed to fry it <laughs> we just
1: talked to Shavo from System of a Down yeah, and yeah. he on pod was just like if you are younger than 20 don't smoke. Your brain is developing. Right. Be who you are, and then let it enhance who you've become.
3: I think that's great advice. I would like. I talk about this with my wife. I'm like, uh, you can get like, you can get high. My kid will be able to get high in high school, like getting drunk in high school. It's not you're not allowed to be stoned seven days a week, but it's like if Friday and Saturday nights you blaze with your friends. I'm not going to ever, I'm not going to fuck you up over that, but you cannot become the kind of stoner your father is <laughs> mm-hmm. until you're 21, until you're of age. You're, right. Until you're cool. Yeah, until you're fucking cool, man. Until I know you're not a cop. <laughs> and, and it's not until my son's 21st birthday that I'll realize, guess you're not a cop then. <laughs> <You're> checking <laughs> your baby for wires growing up? That's insane. Yeah, you got too many questions, kid.
1: <laughs> I just want to know if you can help me with math. <laughs> Learning a little bit more about you, because I know. From your podcast, High and Mighty, you talk a lot about how you were a lifeguard. Have you been in, I don't know, man, like getting to know you a bit. I would trust you in a situation where somebody had to make the bold decision to play hero.
3: Yeah, I I trust myself too. And that's sort of like, goes back to my narcissism. But part of it is like, I w- that was the best, still the best job I've ever had. And I've now, and you know we smoke weed for like a profession (laughs) and it's still the best job I ever had was lifeguarding. So so yeah.
1: Where'd that hero thing come from? Where does it come from that you want to help people, but also you like having that on your shoulders?
3: I always tell this story. Like the job is so good that I would say 50% of my rookie class, maybe 40% of my rookie class all switched that were, that were college kids somewhere. All the ones who were college kids by the end of their college had switched to education to become a teacher to have the summers off. No shit. I knew guys with graduated pre med, graduated engineering degrees, graduated with this, graduated with that, and they all switched to being either cops, firemen, or teachers because they could still lifeguard. Damn. So many, and that's how good of a job it was. My first summer after college, I worked Monday through Friday, twelve hours a day as a PA. <laughs> I'm drooling (laughs) as a PA at VH1. this dude's made of water. (laughs) No wonder he's a lifeguard. I'm hyper hydrated, dude. (laughs) Most bodies are 70% water. I'm 71. (laughs) (laughs) But it's all in the mouth? It all comes out of my mouth. It's dangerous, actually. (laughs) I've nearly drowned my wife on three occasions just (laughs) kissing her. (laughs) It was the worst brag in the world.
2: Uh, (laughs) Wow, do you have crazy rescues stories?
3: Yes, I have a bunch. Um, I've never had to give... Uh, CPR. I've had to do inline stabilization, like the potential neck and back injury stuff. I've had to like uh, administer oxygen, but most of the like fun, crazy shit is in the water rescues. Like I've had to fucking. We have a bunch of rescues. Like it, <laughs> a lot of people, like I worked at a pool for one summer and had two rescues, jumped off that. jumped into the deep, deep end twice mm-hmm. in one full summer. And then by the time I was at Jones Beach, uh, I would, you would go 4 days with no rescues because there was no waves or no surge or no crowd and then it would be like a saturday and there'd be a huge suck and it would be bus bus loads of city kids getting dropped off i worked at field 6 and field 4 where the bus went and oh my uh, God. so city kids would come and like be like you know pouring not, down to the beach yeah not bougie like uh, long island kids who have like indoors who have swimming pools in their yard and stuff like that it's like city kids were like fuck yeah the beach and the beach is wild but they are Uh, no one no kid knows how to handle the ocean and like city kids like uh this is gonna sound like i'm being racist but like they swim in jean shorts like (laughs) fucking kids kids from the city and i'm like this is i couldn't swim in this in jean shorts so then you're just fucking doing heavy as hell yeah Mm -hmm. And and like then there's like beach lifeguard competitions which is like peak like you know like simulated rescues uh relay races and shit and that's like dude all of a sudden you're like this is now i'm playing games and it's competitive and it's lifeguarding
2: it feels fucking great did you have to practice your slow-mo run
3: (laughs) no me running is technically (laughs) (laughs) slow-mo people are always like stop doing the baywatch run i'm like i'm running full speed (laughs) (laughs) i'm completely out of breath
2: (laughs) we were just talking about this recently like Uh, what your say no to drugs high school play looked like do you remember yours
3: (laughs) I'm trying to remember it was definitely leather jackets where like is how you uh, told who the drug dealer was if I remember
2: correctly
1: I gotta tell y'all what mine was yeah Yeah, yo I don't know his name but I grew up in St. Louis and there were the Rams and one of the St. Louis Rams hit and killed somebody with their car And then had to go from school to school and talk about the dangers of drugs and alcohol as part of not going to jail. Oh my God! And he showed up in front of all these fucking high school students who know the story, and he's like, "All right, don't do it. You got to take steps." And then he would take these huge, gigantic steps to show the idea of taking steps towards not doing drugs.
3: (laughs) That's awesome. And
1: somebody yelled the word "murderer."
3: What? Whoa! Not cool. Not I cool. I that's terrifying. I mean, it's yeah. funny. Kids, kids are... Ruthless. Kids are nightmares. Kids ruthless. are ruthless. That's... I. We were... I was a monster. I was an absolute... I yes. would have done that. I would have done that. I'm, I, I said that kid Would was you elbow man. your friend afterwards to... Yeah. Or someone would elbow me to say, it's time to say murderer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it worked great.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: you, you didn't do drugs at all in high school
1: I wasn't on them during that play
3: yeah should we form a troupe that performs in local high schools and explains what California sober means yes. oh that would be great <laughs> <laughs>
2: We don't drive. That's what I always tell people. We don't drive. drive. We just take drugs and walk.
3: Yeah, it's the safest way to do it. Psychedelics in nature only, unless it's a concert or if you know, like giving all these like real hippie rules. Totally. It's like low and uh, slow. Yeah, low and slow. Start small. Here's here's my advice I give about edibles to everyone when I share share edibles. I go, no one in my entire life history of smoking weed and being around people all the time has ever said. So then I took a second one. And then I had one of the best nights of my life. Right. (laughs) No one. It's like the first one wasn't working, and it's like it's the oldest trick in the book. It's like just give the shrooms one more hour. Yeah. (laughs) If you miss the trip, you miss the trip. If you double, if you double up, you're gonna be fogged, and you're You're gonna hate it. Yeah. My wife had like such a bad uh, high one time from an edible that she like will not do it anymore. Oh. Now I've gotten around to like explaining. How like a 5-milli CBD-THC combo can like be totally safe because now everything's dosed better. I mean, we're talking about a New York cookie that a friend made. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And she ate the whole thing and she was like, I've never felt like that before. I thought it was called good luck cookie
1: because it brought me luck, not good luck handling this. (laughs)
3: Good luck. No, we're referring to you as Cookie. (laughs) Good luck, Cookie. (laughs) Good luck, Cookie. That's a hell of a brownie you got there. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah. It
2: took me a long time to inch back toward edibles after a friend of mine left me a huge bowl of mushroom pasta and was like, enjoy. And I ate the whole thing. And then I called him and was like, was there weed? And he was like, yeah, so much weed. And uh, I don't know. I slept for 16 hours, you know, which was great. But I missed a lot of stuff. And I was also kind of that he hadn't told me but it took me a while to like I had to move to California and figure out that I do actually like five milligrams Yeah, that's kind of what I like any more than that and I don't want to be around people
3: yeah I have like my if it's like a movie I'll have like 30 to 50 blast off if if i'm lift if i'm taking a lift like i went to go see interstellar by myself and ate 50 milligrams and then got in the lift and my manager called and i just like had a conversation with him he's like you okay bud and i was like um i'm going to the movies he's like oh he's like are you driving and i'm like no i'm in a lift he's like you're taking rideshare to the movies." Oh, okay, yeah. So you're high as fuck. I was like, yeah. He's like, okay. So let's talk later, because <laughs> I was like making. <laughs> and I saw Interstellar by myself, and I cried twice in the movie. Whoa! And there's not sad scenes. <laughs> <laughs> I just like cried at like the power of love and time travel. Like I didn't even know i I called my friend. I called my friend. I uh, texted my friend on the lift back, and I said, I just saw that movie, dude, and I think it it fucking changed me, man. <laughs> and he's like, What do you mean by that? <laughs> I was like I don't know man I watch it and I feel different he's like well you have to give me one detail <laughs> what do you mean by that and I was like I actually don't know I think I'm still pretty high yeah <laughs>
1: that's the story of my Donnie Darko tattoo on my back <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it says cellar door because it's the most beautiful wor- words combination in the world on Donnie Darko and I was so high watching Donnie Darko that I was like it changed me so I had to get a tattoo about it <laughs> and now I just one. have that and yeah. it's big yeah. is it yeah.
3: big? yeah man I showed you my legs Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. It's big. Yeah, that's way bigger than I expected. (laughs) It's a wingspan. Yeah, Yeah, it's a fucking, uh, what do they call it? Tramp stamp just like on your upper traps. Yeah. Trap strap. Trap (laughs) strap. Trap stramp.
1: So yeah, man, movies and weed.
3: It'll do it. It'll It'll do it. Fuck you up. But I love that you have a very stoner origin story to your tattoo. Very. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Extremely. It just keeps the brand alive. (laughs) True that. I have just this tattoo, and it's not really a stoner story, but Long Island. Yeah. Long Island. Such pride. Fucking cool. Love it. Yeah. Such. It. It was pseudo ironic when I got it. Me and my brothers all got them together. Me and my two younger brothers, and then I was like, I got it sort of like it's funny, it's ironic. I do. I'm proud to be from there, and now I'm like. Earnestly, yes. like you now know, like why your dad was into gear, you know, or your like your mom wanted to constantly upgrade this little thing. You just get older, and you like want shit exactly the way you want it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking the other day about how, what a luxury it would be if a fridge that we had had suicide doors. Oh,
2: it's all I want. I'm saving uh, up a double a door fridge. Yeah. Like what a flex. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh awesome. like gull wings? <laughs> yeah. Oh that's
3: right you said suicide doors, that makes total sense. You're thinking go gu- oh gull wing for just I'm thinking, I'm, better. yeah, I'm thinking like Lamborghini, <laughs> like you push a button it goes tss- opens you can like stand in front feel the of cold air oh that's so that's funny it. to get a tomato <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to go yeah, take take a pickle cl- close the jar <laughs> just let out like 40 dollars worth of electric power uh, it's probably not green to have your fridge fully every <laughs> time on grab, so.
2: no not practical
3: <laughs> yeah right, the future is going to be semi-permeable uh material where you can like Reach into your fridge, oh. grab something and pull it out and it still keeps uh, like the cold. Like you like an see, air curtain, maybe? Yeah, like you can see through it, mm-hmm. you can reach in, grab whatever you want, and it doesn't ever open so it can like maintain homeostasis easier Whoa. There's and it, gotta be technology that does that. Oh absolutely. Whoa.
2: And it'll like read your DNA as you go through it to yeah. see it like monitor your like blood oxygen levels and stuff. <laughs> yeah. If you're gonna it. reach in and it's like eh, eh. if you're gonna
3: reach for a snack, you're like, Oh fuck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why did I put it on mommy mode? <laughs>
3: Warning, put down the cake. It's like, oh shit, it's on mommy mode. Like a big breast comes out of your fridge and you have that like, squirt it into your coffee.
2: There, there. Shit, I gotta shut it off mommy. There, there. What's a podcast?
3: <laughs> shut off mom mode. It's too stressful. <laughs>
1: Man, technology like that is like one of the only reasons I want to stick around Forever. Yeah, I want just, just to see that kind of stuff. I just
3: want to live as long as possible to see as much shit, whether it means around the world or in our time or in media like I want to just live Forever, because I want to see like what movies become. <laughs> like dude, truly, dude, yes. on the lowest, on like the lowest stakes level. I mean, I'm sure it'd be nice to be around for my loved ones and all that shit. But I just want to see movies that come out in 2060. <laughs> yeah, my
2: my dad was born in 1931, and I took him to see Avatar. And like, I watched. He was a sci- scientist, and we watched it in 3D with the hearing aid so that he could have the whole experience because he was hard of hearing. And it was magical to sit next to him and have him like. Just be so completely taken away by this yeah, technology that's just something that's and this wild. Yeah. It was so cool. So I wonder, like, what is that? What is the
1: thirties like? Radio and now he's seeing. Yeah, it. like
2: he didn't have television growing up. There was no like movies were. <sighs> yeah, you know, he would be expensive. like expensive. He would be and, like
3: in his twenties when television was got cheap enough to. Wow. To and we
2: didn't have a TV until I was a kid. So in the like seventies. Yeah. Yeah. So for him to see Avatar, Did his head explode. It, it was pretty cool. The yeah. him just like you know kind of. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. You know, like Moore's Law, right? Whatever that is. Like, computers just get so much more powerful that you can't really detect what the future is going to be. Like, because as computers get more powerful, just more things and more capable. Like... What what now is like in your phone used to take up like a warehouse size thing? It's like oh, yeah. God knows what the future of power is. I want
1: chips inside me. <laughs> I I, I don't be, give a
3: fuck. I want to be fully hybrid. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> plug me the shit in. Look, we're. What are we gonna stop heading that
3: way all like, of a sudden?
2: Wait, man, machine or man, animal? Oh,
3: either one. Yeah. Yeah. Man, woman. I don't give a fuck. yeah.
1: <laughs> Turn like uh, yeah. I'll take some animal parts. I got no problem. Do with you want it. a tail? What kind?
3: I don't know. It would have to be long and pre- and like uh, prehensile, so I could do stuff. Right. But yeah. it would have to be mad long for like size wise. It would have to be almost like a fucking <laughs> fifth weird noodle arm. Yeah. It would need to help me. It would need to be functional because it's not cute. There's no there's no length that's cute. Mm. I don't know.
1: You start playing with it and twirling it around I while you're like talking with friends.
3: <laughs> I I if like I was talking to you and you were had your tail between your fingers, I'd be like, "Oh come on, <laughs> Dude, that's disgusting." Oh, I'm just nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I always just fidget with my tail. <laughs> Would you want a tail? <laughs>
2: yeah, long and silky. Oh. oh,
3: okay, silky. Oh, so you're you know. thinking like a hair hair tail.
2: Oh no, yeah, like no, but bony, like a lot, like a cat tail.
3: Oh, like a cat, but tail. silky fur. Uh, yeah okay I can see that it was funny how I was like that feels disgusting that when you said it I'm just so hetero that when you said it I was like oh okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like truly truly I was like ew uh, could you imagine having a tail you're like I would like a long uh silky tail and I just like registered that as a heterosexual male and I was like yeah no that's well, okay. how much can it lift though <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> originally I was like we need to be able to put stuff, like you need to be able to help you like drive and you're yeah. like I just had and I was like yeah, I think I'd be into that.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: would you put
1: it over the shoulder? Or would it always be like up over your head? Like, uh, what are you picturing?
3: Oh, I think like... What tail goes up? Oh, up over your head height. Like, yeah. But yeah. Like,
1: like, it like, always stays up like a we're question. But since
3: we're bipedal, it's like, would, would, does it go straight out your back? Oh. Or does it hang down and like... You think your thighs rub now. Way too like a fucking, <laughs> fucking tail between there. have <laughs> <laughs> so well, got my tail wrapped around my ding again. <laughs> that would constantly be happening. Be like, shit, I pissed all over my tail.
2: <laughs> Did you ever see Splice? That movie Splice? Uh-huh, Maybe that kind of tail would be okay. Because she can kill people with it, right? That would be cool. Yeah. Did you ever see that?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't she, like, um, she masqueraded as a human? Well so a like species. In- Oh, that's Species, when yes. Natasha Henstridge. Splice yes. is like
3: the newer one where the ki- it's like a child, right? Yeah. And it gets it's, loose in a lab.
2: Yeah, it was an indie film. It's bred. She's bred to be a genetic hybrid of something and something. Yeah. And then, yeah, she like gets out and lives in a barn. <laughs> <on> a <promo laughs> and
3: kills people. Yeah, I, I watched chunks of that. But I watched Species a lot when I was a kid because it has a nude scene. It, has it, a it, it scene. Well, very much does. One of
2: the coolest things in Splice is this fucking weird sex scene where she has she gets laid and it's... Freaky. Or maybe I'll go back and watch it
3: again. Uh-huh. Cool. Yeah, yeah maybe I'll sure check I it out again. It <laughs> it. Oh, like What's the time them. code on that? Or if do you <laughs> don't know, that's fine. <laughs> Siri, open Mister Skin.
0: <laughs> Pornhub <laughs> slice search.
1: Yeah. The idea of Mister Skin being like again
3: would be <laughs>
1: amazing. Oh,
3: what, you've used your allotted amount of times, Jonathan. <laughs> no, my phone's on mom mode. <laughs> oh yeah. There, mom. there. There, there. <laughs> Um
1: would I I'm stuck on tails and I can't stop. Oh,
2: what do you need to know about my tail?
3: Um nothing else tell us more about this <laughs> <my> tail, Mary Jane. <laughs> nothing else, I guess. I'm sorry guys, I should go. <laughs> I just think it's like
1: uh, I don't know. I need water. I'm high. Oh, here you go. Here. Here's hey. some soda. This is great. I'm good. Okay. Um, wow, <laughs> mean, everybody's moving things around. Everyone's in mommy mode. <laughs> activate, activate mommy mode. <laughs> How can mean? I help and fix? <laughs> <laughs> she says, I never listen. All I'm trying to do is fix things. And she's right, but also I'm right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not around other adult stoners this much or people that whose opinions I care about this much. I'm just curious. Do you guys have like a ritual or a favorite way to get high or a thing you'd like enjoy pairing when you get high? Like, is there something like, cause I've developed, you know, a handful of like weed based rituals where it's like, Oh, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it this way. Cause like, as you get older, you just know what you like more and more. So just curious what, where you guys are at in those, in those regards. You're great at conversation, (laughs) man. Uh,
2: You're so good. I know. It's great. I am legit
1: hosting now. It's so funny. What I love is I was actually, what you just teed up is (laughs) something that I love about High and Mighty is because I don't know how much you prepare or don't prepare, but you listen so fucking well that you're able to just start talking and trust that you will find a question in talking. And that's fucking cool, man.
3: Oh, thanks, man. That's a talent. Yeah, I wanted it to be... As little barriers as possible for both me and the guest. So I just found that.
1: When you talk to Phil Rosenthal and it's just a free flowing conversation about travel, food, and like what that means to you at this stage in your life, I was like, oh, he didn't prep at all, but watch a couple (laughs) episodes, or maybe probably the whole season, but like he's just here having a conversation. Yeah.
3: And just like Phil is also like legendary, easy to talk to. He's a goofball. He's like, can I tell you
1: one problem I had with his show? He, when he visited those elephants on Somebody Feed Phil, he was wearing sandals. And I was like, you can't wear sandals when you're going to be around elephants in the field. Because they'll
3: eat your toes? There's like poop and stuff, oh. man. Oh. oh, you're a monster. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they would like think it was peanuts. Truly, that's like what in my head <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, they, they might think your toes are peanuts, and then try to eat them. I'm like, wait, elephants only eat peanuts in cartoons. <laughs> They're not like naturally occurring in the wild of Africa, <laughs> like Thailand or whatever.
1: <laughs> what a weird marketing! That was marketing, right? Peanuts and elephants. What? Yeah, oh, yeah. The I harmony. So. Well,
2: it's right. a circus, circus elephant circus. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like you buy a peanuts, you buy a bag of peanuts at the circus, and you feed them to the elephant, and it's like a childhood, you know, moment yeah. memory.
0: Maybe. Yeah,
3: circuses is something of our childhood that I don't think is going to be around. No. I mean there are, isn't really like like Cirque du Soleil became what circuses are. are circuses. Yeah, well they should have removed animals and clowns immediately. Yeah, animals the for clowns? their sake, clowns for the children's sake. <laughs> Clown, like my wife I'm not afraid of clowns. My wife's not afraid of clowns, but she's like why would you guess that anyone would like this? That's like a that's an old art form that it, it can go away. Yeah, there's yeah. a
2: reason that Pennywise exists.
3: Right. <laughs> well, there's yeah. a reason. It's like there isn't more people doing clown shit. Like yeah. it's not that fucking. It's not funny anymore. Fuck off. No. And it's, if it's I'm just s- scary. Like I don't even know. Like it's not a thing anymore. Just have like no kid watches anything that has to do with clowns. You watch like. You, there's a new version of clowns where it's like a YouTube personality that has like fake glasses on and it's like I'm Bippy yeah. Yeah. yeah that guy that's the new clown yeah old clowns are terrible so scary it should go the way of blackface I mean it's not as bad it's not, I'm not trying to go, <laughs> I'm not trying to you're make saying blackface. it's worse than yeah, blackface it's worse than blackface as a white man I feel comfortable saying clowns is, are scarier than blackface <laughs> oh my god
0: alright so what are your guys' rituals?
3: Oh, yeah. Um. Oh, by the way,
1: on the elephant tip, yeah. like, I would, man, I love a good petting zoo. I just don't want to see them have to do anything, but let me touch them. That's it. Yeah, yeah I rode an the elephant tip. when
2: I was a kid. It was pretty cool. Their heads feel cool. Really? But yeah. I don't I mean, like the idea of, like, when I lived in New York, they would do the Barnum and Bailey elephants through the Long Island Tunnel part of the walk that was, They like had go walk old, on concrete? Yeah, they walked from there, like, Wherever they kept them in Queens, I imagine, yeah. and they walked them through the tunnel. And that was sort of like the circus is coming to town and we're open. Right. And I was like, I it's just that. this terrible, sad thing where you're making elephants walk commute. through.
3: Yeah, <laughs> fucking commute. They're the, the, the Ridge and Tunnel people. Now. Yeah. The Ridge and Tunnel elephants, the worst kind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just and fucking oh awful. man, and it's yeah, like, we what, twenty? That when we were kids? And it was yeah. like, this is fucked up in hindsight. Yeah. I can't believe that. A
2: dancing bear
3: is so heartbreaking. Yeah. Oh, like, don't do I it. Did, did you guys see Midsommar? Yeah. Let's talk about it. The, ber- uh, the bear in the cage, just like when the people walked past the bear in the cage, the two women, one sitting next to me and one sitting on the, across the aisle, both went, no, no! <laughs> so much weird shit had already happened. And then just seeing a bear in a cage, they were like, no, no! Yeah. <laughs> at the cage. <laughs> That's yeah. like the beginning of the movie. We know what happens with <sighs> the bear at the end. Yeah.
2: <laughs> did you like it?
3: I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was cool. I mean, I didn't expect it to be funny and I appreciated it. I found it to be pretty funny. Mm-hmm. And like just playing just like simple comedy, like road trip comedy, like bad boyfriend uh, rom-com shit.
2: That mushroom scene where yeah. they're all high and sitting <laughs> on the hill. It's so real. It's so funny. No new people. Like that's
3: like <laughs> something, like, that's some of the realest I've, uh, I've seen of like not what tripping looks like but from the outside. Like mm-hmm. them going like, I'm okay. It's like, All right, guys, no new new people is the realest shit. Uh, That is just like, you know exactly what that means. No, we're in this together.
2: Everybody else lie down.
3: (laughs) It is much better when you lie down. Trust me, do it. I'm worried about you sitting up. So real. Man, I love mushrooms. Yeah. Oh, me too. And I've only done them twice. Really? Both both were last year.
1: Yeah. Mm. I just got into them. Would you dive in more?
3: Uh, Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I really liked it. it. I really liked it.
1: Man, you're like, it's not that you're, it's it's like, there's no wrong age to try something <laughs> right. that is like, stereotypically like, oh, you do that at 17, you go to a concert and you don't do it again.
3: Yeah, I think it's that California, I, I yeah. never heard that expression and I have fucking ass- assimilated it immediately into my mind. Like, I just, it just feels like you kind of, what we learned, what was really bad for you when we were kids feels like it wasn't as true as we thought. And it's mm-hmm. just like, oh uh, yeah so a bunch of grass shrooms every once in a while and like limit the amount of Budweiser's I have uh, and, and cigarettes two things that were advertised positively my whole life fuck yeah man <laughs> they were in a positive light my most of my childhood while all drugs were in a negative light and then as I'm 37 now pot and shrooms are better for you than better for you than cigarettes and soda yeah <laughs> soda is worse for you than weed <laughs> Like that's some shit that we were like, you cannot, you cannot smoke marijuana. Here. Here's your third can of Coke, fourteen year old mm-hmm. kid. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that was okay. But you can and we've learned now that like weed is way better for you than soda. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. That that term California Sober was uh, I think, if not coined at least popularized by Um, A writer named Michelle Luke who wrote about how she was like the uh, music correspondent for Noisy for a really long time And she just raged and she was like super into all of the drugs that are attendant with that lifestyle And then she moved to California and she was like I have to figure it out I have to figure out how I I can like have a happy life and that was what she came to was like psychedelics and weed Everything else fell away really easily. She's happier. She's, you know, it's a really interesting piece on vice. That's just like, I'd never heard the term until I read that. And I was like, well, that fucking makes sense.
3: I'm going to find it and retweet it. Yes. That's awesome. Let the world know. Makes such good
2: sense, right?
3: It really works for me. And like, I think (laughs) something I'm very proud of is like uh, a good habit. I have one of the few very healthy habits I have is that I drink a lot of water. And I've like really learned to enjoy weed and ice cold water. Like it's just a wonderful combination. And I feel like when I'm feeling like shit, if, if I'm like, oh, I'm hungover or tired or whatever, I'm like, I just need like one afternoon of weed and water and I'll bounce back. Yeah. And it's like something that really works for me. And it's like, that's what I think self-care is for some reason. Like, or at least I tricked myself into believing that so that I can smoke weed as part of my self-care. Fuck yeah. But I do feel completely better after the fact. Like I woke up feeling rested the yeah. other day yeah. and I was like, what is this? <laughs> yeah, I feel good.
2: Um that said what what are your rituals?
3: Oh, interesting. So you guys never even answer the question.
2: Well, we'll get... I won <laughs> all of us to share.
3: That was awesome. Oh, I'm now accusing you guys. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, you've f- turned the tables <laughs> and back to where the tables were supposed to be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, oh, look who flipped the script. And I'm like, wait a minute. I already ruined it.
2: <laughs> Instead of who's on first, it's who's the guest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Can you tell?
3: We all keep random t- taking oh, turns and randomly plugging shit. Like, <laughs> like we're all just on three separate podcasts at the same time that happen to be recorded. Yeah. Is that a black mirror? Up? That's a black mirror. Up
2: do you have any live reads you want to do?
3: magicalbutter.com dot <laughs> com promo code Weed and Grub. I'm, I don't know what I'm talking. You about. nailed it though. That was it. Yeah. that was it. See, I'm kind of uh... all right. So we twenty rituals. bucks off yes. your purchase. <laughs> I love ice cold Bev's and, and weed. And now that I'm drinking, I used to really like weed and a beer. Like if it was sunny now, I really, that is a very good combination. Uh, But when I'm trying not to drink weed and like a, what I call a fun, healthy beverage, like bougie ass juice or like charcoal lemonade or something, something like, you know, uh, even I guess the more (laughs) under the more understandable version is like sparkling water like flavored sparkling water or like squeeze a lime into sparkling water and like anything like that and it just enhances the whole smoking ritual like i i never smoke without having a beverage now hell yes like if it's just a cup of water or a bottle of water that i i stole from a set like i always just have a beverage i can't smoke weed without one it just, it's just that's a pro move you're gonna cough at some point or you're gonna go cotton mouth and you're uh-huh. gonna wanna be able to hit it
1: and a sparkling water is always fun I've never not been disappointed with sparkling water in my possession
2: and LA is like there are people here who are water snobs who do like alkaline water and like yeah. crazy water. you can get good water yeah you can like drive <laughs> 17 miles to buy water from some like Amish farmer yeah. or something I mean I
3: have favorite waters you Like do? you know like I love that mountain valley water glass the, bottle yeah the glass bottle that wow. feels there's something special about ice cold bottle of that.
2: What's the soda water that's the artisanal hipster soda water you bring it over sometimes? I do. It's not tapatio, but it's close. Lacroix. No, it's in a glass bottle Risa. with the Oh, Topo label. Chico. Topo Chico. That's yes. Topo
3: Chico is. Fire. Not Topo Chico. <laughs> the- <laughs> what's that? Hot sauce. <laughs> that's really funny, Mike. What's that drink you always drink over here? That's actually hot sauce. Oh, that's bad for you. <laughs> yeah, no, I, know. I gotta oh. stop. <laughs> <laughs> My drink of choice, <laughs> um, Tobo Chico. I think is the best sparkling water. It's hands down. I love that shit, and it is such a hipster thing. I love it.
1: See, these are the people who should be sponsoring all our pods. Yeah, is like, is like, it activates your high more. Yeah. With these types of things Right Cosign I, that shit
3: Well I think that's what Like the other thing Like people are like Oh so if your podcast Is about weed You want like weed Sponsorship or like Taco Bell gift certificates Or whatever It's like Are you kidding I like go to the Fucking most expensive Restaurants in the world yeah. And get high Before I go Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I, and, like I'm just I'm not do, I'm not fucking 22 I'm not in college I'm a fucking 37 year old man Who has tastes yes. I also get high Like I can I get high And I go to the new Beverly and see Vintage and like you know Classic cinema I'm, not, I'm a fucking hipster I'm a douchey Fucking I live I'm a coastal elite You live <laughs> I'm like an upper middle class Coastal elite Like I do whatever The fuck I want <laughs> It's like I don't just like Rip bongs And I love ripping bongs And playing video games Fuck yes But yeah. I also like Will rip bongs And go on hikes Or rip bongs And go to a museum i I will do a lot of bougie stuff but i'll always be getting high i'm I'm like so funny like if i list the things that i like to get high before i do it like everything yeah (laughs) before i open my eyes if i could could figure that out that'd be (laughs) ideal sleep with like a sleep apnea mask on but like a half hour before your alarm is supposed to go off it just vapes thc into your system it's called bake and wake oh shit you heard it here first Mr. Wonderful is like yes
1: yeah, I'm in Shark Tank <laughs> now you know what it is
2: <laughs> napkin pants and bacon wake these are the ideas
3: Mary Jane like I can participate in pop culture now Shark Tank <laughs> that's what they're talking about listeners uh, I was trying to talk and drink water at the same time for about 10 seconds. <laughs> if you saw that, I was just going like moving back and forth towards the mic and like deci- not stopping talking but I- I'm in like such a st- state of flow. <sighs> oh, like. God. I you're- know what LeBron talks about when he like gets in the flow and like, <laughs> yeah, totally. yeah, this must be what it's like. <laughs> 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 a stoned Rambo while you're in sweat dripping down your mustache.
2: Oh, I know, it's so hot. <laughs> the, I'm sorry. fine, I'm fine.
3: The LeBron of okay. podcasting. I'm having a wonderful time.
1: Good,
2: I didn't good.
3: even notice I was hot until I cool. licked my lips. I know, I
2: think it just got hotter in here. <laughs> yeah,
3: well we should start Start then.
2: Okay, great.
3: Yeah, let's let's see the intro. Okay. I've been dying. I've heard so much about the intro. Everyone gets talking about it. I'd love to see it.
1: Let's let's just hop it in. Yeah, it's it's known. It's it's of note. Yeah. Um, should we wrap up? I guess. All right. <laughs> then then we'll do the intro. Yeah. Sure. <laughs>
3: Oh, you mean to slide it in early? <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. Let's do it now, though. Let's get it in the can. <laughs> I'm Mike. This is Mary Jane, and you're listening to Weed and Grub, a podcast about weed, sex, food, grub. Activities, things. Yes, perfect. Only slightly less informed than yours. I think you nailed it. I was like, this can't be it. Oh wait, it is. That was it. That's
1: it. Yeah. Well, anyway, that was ten drafts until we
3: landed on that. Yeah, we had to hire a writers room. We bang that out over the course. That would be insane. Let's, you want
1: to wrap it up? Sure. Oh, That's d- right. let's plug everything.
3: Um you can check out my podcast, High and Mighty. Uh, coming up, I will be having you guys on. So if you're a fan of this podcast, you might like them on my podcast. It'll probably sound a lot like this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, it will. Maybe thing. I'll make it about weed rituals so you guys have to answer. <laughs>
1: well, let's, let's do it. People should fuck with the ones you talk about Vegas, too. Oh, I yeah. think those are great. Uh,
3: my, my, some of my favorites are the Vegas episodes or the conspiracy theory episodes with At- Anthony Atamanik and or uh, Adam Pally. Um, so check out my podcast High and Mighty and if you are uh, a fan of classic action movies might I recommend Action Boys it's a Patreon podcast so you gotta pay actionboys.biz boys with a Z biz also with a Z check that out and uh, there's some free episodes of Action Boys in the High and Mighty feed if you wanna like try a free sample before you cough up $5 a month, you cheap fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I'm yelling at your audience. (laughs) Also support these guys and buy whatever shit they sell and buy their merch, you know, fucking hook some podcasters up, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like now I'm mad because you got (laughs) that. Uh, I'd like to thank presidential pre-rolls for <laughs> maintaining my uh, constant flow of uh, 80 words per minute. <laughs> yeah. And you've got the Gabrus
1: tag on, or at Unlock on both oh, yeah. sides. yeah, I'm at
3: Gabrus on Twitter and Instagram, yes. <sighs> what a find. Yeah, it took like uh, Punjabi people to, because Gabrus is like a, a slang word in Punjabi. So it took Punjabi people who got sl- got it like as a bit, I think. And you it, were able to get it from? Eventually, because like, once they didn't use it for like four years, and I was verified, they were like, they haven't used their account in four years. It's like, uh, and then, so I got at Gabrus those ways. That feels great. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. Dang.
1: Um, you can follow us at Weed and grub on Instagram. You can go to weedandgrubb.com. You can listen to this podcast everywhere. And Real Talk, leave a review. I would leave five stars. Oh, you do what you want, but reviews no, and stars no, just help. Only five stars. There you go, Mary Jane. <laughs> yeah, reviews, stars—they're
3: the shit. They really do help podcasts. So, like, they're not doing a bit. It would be a very cheap way for you to support them. Exactly. Cheap motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Trying to live a Super Mario life. <laughs> and Help us out. Help me out. I need to get more fresh cucumbers for my <laughs> my mountain. I'm asking for money and then also talking about the whole time. Like, so sign funny. up for my podcast, you cheap fucks, so <laughs> I can keep buying expensive joints. <laughs> you think these cucumbers pay for themselves?
1: Fuck with this dude. Huh. Bye everybody. Sorry.
2: Bye. <laughs> what, don't don't I you have, do pl- you have plugs,
3: Mary Jane? No, I don't have any plugs. <laughs> yeah, hey, I don't want to end on the word sorry yes. either. <laughs> I don't want to cut out on the word sorry. <laughs> but that should be—that's the end of an hour-long stone conversation. It's like it was nice jacking, talking, but also I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry everybody. <laughs> but also I know I was a nightmare. So. <laughs> Bye everybody. No,
2: this was so great. Thank you. Bye.
3: Thank you.